Hello, and welcome to Searching for Service. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Joe Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. This is such an awesome podcast, is it not? Yeah. So as a reminder, we want to we want to share with you our mission as a as a show, and that is to bring servants together through stories of service. And what we mean by that is just we want to share amazing stories that empower you to go out and serve. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh you know, we believe that Rotary is a great vehicle for it, but mm-hmm. we're also trying to share opportunities and stories that in, in, empower and uh, motivate people. Absolutely. Well, how about you share a really exciting event that's coming up? Yeah, so coming up uh, on January 27th, uh, Rotary District 5950 has the Elevate, Elevating Impact Im- Together. The Friendship and Fun Fest, Funds Fest, Friendship and Funds Fest. So that's coming up at the Plymouth Community Center in Plymouth, obviously. Um, it's from 8 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on Saturday. Uh, so there's a lot going on there. Um, but the goal is obviously is to connect, connect with people. Yeah, and, and it focuses on membership and fundraising. Yeah, and so they're you know you can come get some donuts, some pastries, and uh, and mm-hmm. some conversation. But they're also going to do some breakout sessions. You know, we have a lot of clubs that have had very success with music festivals. So they're going to teach on that. I know they're going to talk about pull tabs. They're going to talk about some of the flexible flexible meeting structures. Uh, so there's a lot going on. Um, Just really a- creative ways to. To continue to grow your clubs. Yeah, and, really kind of empower um, clubs and yep. uh, learn from each other. You can also, if you go there, get a headshot done for your LinkedIn or your social media. Oh, seriously? I need a headshot. Yeah, <laughs> yep. free headshots. And if you're interested also in uh, your organization or um, club having a booth there, there's opportunities for that. That's great. Um, so it's uh, you know Saturday morning, nothing too long, eight a.m. to uh, and it's a free event, correct? Free event. Just you, register yeah, through the district. Reg- yeah, the district website is where where you can register. We will uh, have that in the show page. Yep, I'll link that for you. And like I said, coming up on the twenty seventh, elevating impact together, friendship and funds fest. Sweet, thanks. Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool. We got a fun episode. Today. Yeah, we, yeah, a little unique Ch- to you and I. Ch- Chad's coming into uh, his first year, wrapping up that first year of membership. We thought it would be a really great uh, episode to get a little bit of reflection. Yeah, talk about you know the wins, the opportunities, and the things that you've learned, and, and maybe the, some of those things that you're you're looking to to take action on yeah. in the coming year. So and just you know. How much I've enjoyed it, and some yeah, of, right. Some, I mean, some of the it's been a, some of the great parts of it. So it's uh, it was a good conversation. I, I, you know, it made me think more about uh, you know the first year because it's always good to have some reflections and learn. So yeah, um, you don't always you don't always think back like that without uh, something like this. So well, and it's, it's a fun it's fun gonna, conversation. It, it's going to be fun to hear all the things that you've learned, yep. and all the things that like because every Rotarian has a similar journey to you. Now, obviously we'll talk about how yours has been a little bit different yep, with the yep. show mm-hmm. and how, bl- how much of a blessing that's been in terms of kind of opening your eyes to the larger component of, yep. of rotary versus the, just the club level. So excited to, to go more into that. And, uh, you're listening to searching for service. This is Joe Kirk and I'm Chad Larson. We'll be back.
Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary Rotary.org. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to endpolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Up your game and show off your Rotary Club spirit. Did you know there's a one-stop shop for all things Rotary apparel? Russell Hampton Company is the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary-branded merchandise. From apparel like hats, jackets, and shirts to banners, tents, and awards, they have it all. And most things are customizable. And they can handle orders of all sizes. Russell Hampton Company also has deep connections to Rotary. In 1920, the company founder was part of Rotary Club Number 1 in downtown Chicago. Russell Hampton Company models their business on the Rotary four-way test and gives back 10% of all purchases to Rotary, supporting its global work. So the next time you and your club are out on a service project, arrive with the right swag from Russell Hampton Company to promote your club and Rotary. Even non-Rotarians will want some of your cool hats, shirts, and jackets. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Hey there, welcome back to Searching for Service. And just as a reminder, we are sponsored by Rotary 5950 and... Russell Hampton. We want to thank them. You see all the nice swag. We got our mugs. We got a uh, cutting board below there. We got their globe. And they are the number one printer of Rotary swag. So In the country, some. at least, and maybe bigger. Yeah, they had you know, anything from uh, the swag stuff. They gave us a cooler and, and uh, onwards to... Uh, just printed material, so they do everything. It's, it's pretty cool having a show that is uh, supported by wonderful sponsors. So thank you so much for your for your help. If you are looking uh, for a sponsorship opportunity, our show is obviously taking sponsors as well. You can get a hold of us by reaching out to our um, email, and that's searching for service show at gmail dot com. Searching for service show at gmail.com. Sweet. Hope to have other cool, awesome. Yeah. Thanks but, for all the swag. Yeah, but this is awesome. All right. So, Chad, we're going to dive right into, um, you know, you're now coming into a year of membership. Yeah. I think uh, it was about this week or next that I, you guys talked me into coming checking out the club. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I think my official join date was. In February. Mid-February, mid early, somewhere in there. But uh, this was probably around the first time I went to a Rotary Club meeting. It was pretty cool. Well, and you've had a little bit of an unconventional first year in Rotary. You know, you've kind of jumped into a project right away that's pretty um, unconventional. Yeah. Um, it's no and, question. It's, it's like I think I, I'm still learning the club level, and I think everybody would be a year in. And I think I have a Still learning, but a, a pretty broad understanding 
of what goes on at the district level and to see even the international level. It's, it's, it's been non-traditional, I think, to see probably the reverse of everybody, probably just about everybody that's joined. Uh, Isn't Rotary, that funny? I, like you, you could probably say that you have a better understanding of how Rotary works from a national, international, and district <laughs> level than the club actually works and yeah, functions. Yeah, but but that's that speaks to the show too, right? Yeah. Like is so it very quickly. Uh, expands your knowledge just I mean because like think of all the people that we've had on the show where they're from a specific club locally here but the project was an international project and then it was supported by the district and then like it's so all of these things we got to see how all of those things connect together but what's been your biggest takeaway on the club level so Uh, far you know I think the biggest thing well there's kind of two things is just how welcoming the club was immediately. And even to this day, you know, I don't know everybody personally yet, or, or but no matter what, if I walk in, somebody I may never have talked to or said, I will make sure to say hi. It's, it's, it's different than, you know, it's, you know, you think about things like this as networking at some times. And yeah, obviously there's some networking components because you meet people. But it much it doesn't feel that way. It feels like uh, a community, mm-hmm. um, and everybody's kind of there for a different reason, and that's to find service and to support the community. Um, so that's probably been the biggest is how welcoming and just totally different than kind of you know weekly meetings. Whether you know it's been uh, networking or you know some other trade. You know, I've been a part of. Uh, Metro Independent Business Alliance, which was, you know, very mission-driven, yep. but still um, felt a lot different of almost a family or people really trying to get to know you, um, asking about, you know, what's going on with you. And so it's that's been probably the, the number one thing I've taken away. Um, I should say there's probably three. The second thing that I've just really enjoyed is – learning at some from some of our speakers yeah. at the club. You know, obviously we have great guests on here so you get to learn a lot, but you know, whether it's Alan Page or Ellie Krug who has a show here when yep. she spoke or um, you know, even the district governors. I mean, it's you just there's very rarely where you're kind of like, "Oh, this is kind of dragging on," you know, and right. it, it's quick and you know, we've probably talked about this. I love that it's in the morning our club is. I know mm-hmm. clubs meet at all different times, but for me I get there and I'm to the office still by nine, um, which is really nice because um, you know the middle of the day is tough, uh, tough for me. So, but that that learning has been really cool. I mean, I, I don't know if every year is like that for guests, but I feel like yeah. we've had some pretty cool guests at it's, our club. It's fantastic, and it's been it, it act, it's actually attributed to we our club does such a nice job of selecting people that can get yeah. good guests too. Um, but to your point about, I have two comments. One was on the first one is the thing that I've always used is my mantra of what I've loved about like the club level is collective curiosity versus like, so, so to your point about being very welcoming because they're curious about you. They see that, you know, somebody's new here. They're, they're obviously, they're not sure what to do. So make them feel welcome, make them feel part of the community, make them feel like, that they can contribute right away too. Yeah. Like that's the other piece. Um, and then as far as the second piece with the speakers, yeah, the speakers are incredible, right? Like, yeah. And, and it's, 
it's so unexpected. Like that's the piece that was really unexpected for me too. When, when I joined rotary was, was just the power of having really good speakers. Yeah. And I know that's something that this show is trying to do is position itself as a speaker alternative to, for, for the district and for everybody else is that we can take these interviews with, um, with whoever we have on, whether that's a local project, international, whatever, and turn that into more of like, if there's a club that either had somebody cancel or that they're struggling to find a a good speaker that they can use us as a collective resource on the back end. Absolutely. And that just speaks to the power of the show. Yeah. Um, I would say too, to follow up on that, you know, if there's a club in there looking for some ideas, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to us because, you know, it's a, we're 60 shows in and there's a, there's a lot of, there's a a lot of content, you know, hard to (laughs) sift through. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you have something that uh, you think would be beneficial or an area, you know, there's such variety of what we've had on. And, and you know, one thing I've learned through the show, but then also because of our club, is how unique our district and area, you know, mm-hmm. both districts uh, and areas in that it sure seems like there's a lot of work that's done or people – that have made impact well above that's being implemented in our areas through clubs. And so, you know, we've had guests from our own club because they're, they've done great projects and now they're getting modeled. And yeah. um, so that's, that's been another kind of, you know, it, it cool is really, combination it is really fascinating to, to realize just how embarrassingly well, high achieving district 5950 is and it's it's to the point where we actually get limited in the rotary international magazine that we can't be featured more than a certain number of times because we submit so much great stuff which i mean that's not a bad problem i mean that's fine we we want that magazine to be uh, a representation of the world and in all other districts as well but it shouldn't it shouldn't dissuade us from continuing to do the work that we do it's pretty incredible um and like I said, it's I'm unique in that I've gotten to see it from the show, but even at the club level, it, you know, one thing I think, you know, as a new member, I found out about projects that I we didn't talk about. You know, one that comes to mind is the Afghan re- refugee project, right? Which I had no idea because by the time I joined, the, the refugees that had been here and a lot of the work was was done. Was already, done. Yep. Yeah. And so there's probably still a minor support role. But I found out about that. You know, I'd, I'd met, uh, you know, was it Steve, right? Steve May, yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve. And we had him on the show. Yeah. But I had met him. You know, he was one of the most welcoming people mm-hmm. at the club. So I had talked to him. Never, you know, brought up that. And, um, and then all of a sudden he comes and he tells us about this great, really incredible project and how people jumped from all different clubs. It wasn't just ours, but they're yep. you know, spearheaded. And it's like, I mean, and I would. What's interesting is that model that, that Steve and that group built is actually being modeled internationally, not only by Rotary, but other organizations that are trying to help with refugee um, placement. And because, I mean, for them not to have to be involved is the greatest yeah. <laughs> compliment, right? Like yeah. they, we created a space for them to get together and then they figured it out on their own. I mean, it's literally the, the perfect project. Yeah. 
Um, well, that's you know the the third point that I've really enjoyed is the service aspect of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been sometimes during club meetings. You know, whether it's been making bouquets, uh, you know, for people in the hospitals, whether it's been or and senior homes, or um, when we were. Got, we've gone out to different places and seen the work they're doing, then they give you an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Or some of the different projects from highway cleanup to, um, well, I wasn't able to participate, but even Camp Enterprise really spearheaded out of ours. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, one thing as a new club member, some of the service projects is A, you know, you always want to do more. I mean, that's everybody. But B, I think as I get more comfortable, I'll come with service project ideas. Yep. And that, you know, because there's, you know, running a radio station and, you, you know, I see Life. a lot more opportunities <laughs> uh, than maybe the average person. I mean, I think most people see opportunities. Um, but it's, you know, as I get comfortable, it's like, okay, now I, you know, right now we're looking at different projects at the club level to mm-hmm. see where we fund. And so that's something I'll, I'm still learning how to, you know, kind of the process, but also, getting comfortable to say, hey, I think there's this group that really um, could be a good project for us, whether it's financial or volunteer. Well, and I think I think one of the the traps that new members can get kind of brought into is either one that they have to do everything. Yep. And instead of being able to sit back and understand how they maybe can contribute the best, yep. they try to do everything. And yep. they, they're on every committee that they can possibly be or they're volunteering for every single uh, event and they burn out because yep. that's a ton of responsibility and a ton of – I mean that's just a ton of time commitment, right? Yeah. Or it's the opposite where they don't do anything. And don't get be- engaged. Be- because because – and. And to be honest, like my first year, I sat back and I watched because um, what I found most appealing to about the club in the first year was, boy, I recognized very quickly that there are leaders and there are people that are in the know and understand. And when I'm in a group of people like that, I get quiet and I listen because I'm like, you can't pay enough money to understand this collective understand like of this collective knowledge and experience but what happens though is if you if you let that continue to be how you operate and you're not kind of going okay where do i fit in this and how can i serve at the end of the day i think for any new member and i'm sure that you can you can agree with this is it's about getting to a point where you see where your attributes can contribute to your club yeah and if it if that's if that's that you're really great at putting events together perfect be on the events committee if you know if you have a huge network of people yeah you should probably work with the um speaker committee if if you if you like to you know and we could go down the whole list but i think that that's the number one thing is like how do you make how do you help each member fit yeah and and i feel like our club does actually a really nice job of that and are respectful not too pushy to get you um you know doing too much We'll always come to you with opportunities. Yeah, and I, well, I would say I would say that that's a that's a general uh, comment about Rotary. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I think that's a good thing. And you know, I, I for the most part have observed. Um, just started working with um, Bride Edina 
a bike ride that we're yep. putting together. Um, <laughs> the po- still, the podcast crew is the marketing crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, and and that's been fun. I unfortunately I've been real busy the last month and a half that of just picking up some of the pieces. But you know, it's been cool to you know step outside of the club meeting, spend some time with people, mm-hmm. and then you get to learn. You know, obviously connect on a personal level, but you get to learn more about what drives them, where their skill mm-hmm. sets are, what what brought them to rotary. You know, because it's subtle, but you kind of pick up. Okay, this makes sense. Yeah. You know, and um, but yeah, you know, because right away, you know, you always hear, join a join a join a committee, join a committee, which you know I was very open to, but conscious of uh, spend a lot more time working than I should, and so you know you got to balance uh balance things and and i but always you've committed believe... so much time to this show yeah i mean this this is this is too. essentially your service yeah it's a i mean big that's part what kelly it. and i talk about is like you know a large piece of because because we actually just had a conversation we're like yeah. gosh i just we should be doing a little bit more with the club but it's like well we've got this calling out here yeah to help you know not only from the club level but the district level and then rotary and international I, yeah as a larger piece and it's it's a pretty special gift yep and we we can't look at it as something that's like oh we're not doing enough but in fact we're doing something that's really unique yeah very much so and and so i i definitely agree but i also what i've experienced you know even just the little bit i've started to get involved with uh um a committee is something i want to have more time for um, and I think it was, is valuable and, and ours is flexible on time, which is nice. So it's not, mm-hmm. Hey, you got to be here at this time, you know, it's after hours or, you know, it's, it's structured properly. And I think, uh, the other thing I've, and I assume that's probably this way in other committees is they're very much, Hey, you, you know what, you know, let's use that resource you know, and so you know, at at the meetings, it's somebody that really is very good at systems structure management coordinating. You know, obviously, I come from the marketing, so we're really working on the marketing side. Yep. Somebody more better on or is better with digital and you know building out things, and then one really the connector in the community is there, and so yep. it's uh, it's cool to see that you know because I've been on different uh, boards and committees in the past and. Sometimes you have people that just want to be there, mm-hmm. and those are sometimes the boards that are frustrating to be a part of. Yeah, because it's ideas and not action, and I've seen the opposite at uh, at the level that I've been exposed to it, which is cool. Yeah, or or the people that maybe aren't as so big into action, they're very good about asking for yeah. help. Yep. And go, you know, this is my skill set. This is my capacity. This is where I can, I'm, I'm going to need some additional assistance to, to help with that. And I think that that's the biggest power yeah. of those, like a lot of Rotarians is, you know, they know how to ask for help. Yeah, no, and, I agree. And we mobilize. Well, why don't we switch gears too? Like what has been the most frustrating part of, of your membership so far? Well, I mean, I've been frustrated just not with my membership, but the last couple of months was being so busy. I've, you know, feel I haven't been to a lot of meetings lately, and I walk out of a meeting very energized, mm-hmm. you know, and so I I miss that. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's been frustrating. I would say I still am learning you're in yep. kind of whether it's orientation, but still learning some of the ins and outs that I think it would be nice. And I think, you know, I know at the district level they're working on this, but more of a, if I had to spend an hour and get a crash course of, you know, I mean, I know we have a club runner, we have this, you know, so I've, I've picked up on a lot of it, but if, you know, right away, or if there was a, you know, tutorial where I can say, okay. Or you're not really sure what you're missing too, yeah. right? Like it's part of it is, is like, I think I've got a handle of it, but I'm not sure. And then yep. something new gets introduced and you're like, uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's always something like, I wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize that yeah. we're doing this or that's how this works. And, you know, even, you know, from, uh, fundraising for our club and, you know, the Rotary Foundation, you know, I learned that at the end of the fiscal year where there was really not any talk of it until then. And, you know, just little stuff like that, it would have been nice to, which I I don't know if it's realistic, if that's realistic to happen, but I would say that that would probably be the biggest frustration is you just feel like you're still not fully understand yeah you're still drinking out of the fire hose versus yeah yeah and so that's that's probably the the biggest thing and i not a frustration but i you know i've trying to you know invite some people to come and i i still don't know the best way to sell it's the right idea or you know i talk to people create the value yeah and yeah and it's like, well, what's the we value have, prop? Yep. You know, we have a great speaker coming this week, but then, I mean, you know, this, there'll be speakers that you see on the list and you're like, I don't know if I'm that interested. And you get there and you're like, wow, that, that was, that was a lot more interesting than I ever would have thought. And so I, you know, I tell people, you know, it's really community based. And so, and I, I mean, I think that's an overall, um, rotary thing as, as we've learned, but I have a frustration that I, I mean, maybe, it, you know, as I think about it, it's not necessarily training, but a materials, you know, here, here's the whys that we give out to, uh, hey, come to the club or we something. Should all, we should all have the elevator pitch. Yeah. I mean, seriously, we should all have the ele- – like, I don't think there's anything wrong with airing some grievances on – I mean, this is how we get better, right? Yeah, like, yeah. what's what's really nice is is that you've outlined two very actionable items. One, a new member orientation. I yeah. know that our club used to do it. Yeah. And – they have not done it in two and a half years. Yeah. It's something that like obviously there's some there's some real value there. And what I'd love to hear is if you're out there listening is if your club does a new member orientation, how uh, effective is it? Do you feel like that it gives you a good sense of what to anticipate, how to be a great member, how to contribute? And if so, please send us that feedback at uh, – Searching for service show at gmail.com. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Or I'd, or if you're watching online or just yeah. go ahead and comment. Um, because it, I, I do think that that's a very valuable tool. I mean, why wouldn't we have a, you know, and I, I think it's, there's a little bit of a trial by fire that yeah. that kind of works though. Yep. Um, and then on the, the second piece, remind me what the second piece was. We just talked about it. It was the. Uh, um, no, not Oh, how to how to invite? Yeah, you know, not 100%. having a real good, and I, I take ownership in that. In Same. that, I I do sale. I get sales. I'm very good at communicating. Yeah. you know, obviously we're talkers, you know, <laughs> but I I don't know that I've 
figured out the right avenue because I have plenty of friends that I'm like, I know this is something you're right up what you want. You like service. You know, they're in the area um, and have a passion and, and enjoy learning, you know. And so, uh, you know, and I, you, you tell that, but obviously I'm not doing it right. <laughs> um, well, I actually, I, I actually think, Chad, that sometimes the the structure of the meeting can be a little intimidating yeah. or even because like the, the big place that I don't understand why, why we don't have more and more and more non-Rotarian people is that are at our, our, our events, yeah. our community service projects. That's, there's really no excuse for that because that is, is the epitome of is open of a um, situation to bring somebody into. And we had, uh, was it uh, Alex? Yeah, Alex on, of, he was out of Texas. Texas, and he talked about how they grew their clubs be, through service projects and inviting people into that, giving them T-shirts that so that everybody was a Rotarian, whether you were a Rotarian or not. Yep. And then that prompted membership. Yep. And so, like, you know, one of the one of the things that this show is all about is you know helping us as Rotary figure out membership yeah, because it's a challenge. It's a challenge for any membership organization right yeah. now. You've got a generation of people that are a little disenfranchised with the conventional model. Yep. Yeah, and, no question. And not, but, but what's really funny is, is that I think even from since COVID is I've really seen the importance of service yeah, and giving and supporting other people, not just themselves. And, we haven't quite seen any service organization fully pivot to that yet. Yeah. And it's hard because you look at Rotary and I mean, what was the number? It's 47% or no, no, it was a big number. It was a big number that has been a, a member for 20 plus years. I think it was so 30 plus. 30, 30 plus years. I mean, so you can do math. And so the, the demographic of Rotary historically has been a little older. Yep. And now we're trying to appeal to a younger audience, and yeah. that's hence why this show is has been so um, successful. Yeah, and it's it's just really fascinating to to bridge that gap because there's almost a gap. Yeah, there's this you've got one side, and then you've got the new members who are this younger group. But there's got to be a common language there, and it goes back to exactly what we were just talking about. It, it feels like it's service. It feels like it's the yeah. events and it's the projects. It doesn't matter if you're 65 years old or if you're 19 years old, Yeah, you should be able to come together at a project and serve together. Yeah. And, well, and, you know, one thing I've learned through the show, you know, and it's talked about a little bit on the club level is, well, there's the non-traditional clubs, which mm-hmm. I think are brilliant. And, you know, obviously the, some of the biggest growth, but even within that, it's, you know, there's an environmental group that you can meet with, and it's once a month, you know, and they have service projects. It connects you with other clubs. Um, there's, you know, we had on somebody recently that was similar to environment, but, you know, climate action, yep. you know. And and so I think that is something that needs to be leaned in on and um, as an entry point, and I think you know, as I've thought about it, as we've done the show is taking that, but also expanding it into, you know, young professional stuff mm-hmm. and, and not just young professional, the network, you know, I know when I was younger, we, I would go to that stuff. And, um, 
but that it can connect to maybe projects that may not be rotary driven, but the you know we have a young professional group that maybe goes to an organization that fits that demo more. Yeah, um, you know, and that's something I think there's there's opportunities as not just our club, but uh, as you go upwards. Um, I also you know when it, we when I talk to people. You know, and it is an older demographic, but there's plenty of people our age or or younger. Um, I'm 40, by the way, <laughs> just so, so you get an idea of that if you're listening. 39. <laughs> um, but there there is a lot more because that that is one of the things when I tell people like, wasn't that just for more retired people? I get that all yeah. the time. Same. And I'm like, well, no, no. I mean, yes, we have some retired. I'd say, but I would guess. Seventy-five percent of our club or more is not retired, right? You know, I think actually, as people retire, they travel more. They may have may go somewhere in the winter, or um, they're still engaged. But um, I'm like, you know, it's it's kind of different than that. And but that's the perception out there that uh, obviously we're trying to work on in the show. But in general, that it's not that. And that's yeah, a, I think that's a, a big misconception. Well, I mean, I think I think one of the biggest black holes. And why Kelly and I really appreciate um, our involvement in Rotary is the families. Yeah. Are the people that have family? Is it a lot of work? Yeah. You darn right it is. Yeah. But it's worth it, right? Like yeah. To us, it's worth it. This time commitment, it's worth it. Yeah. And, and, and there's you- real value. And it's been hard to – because most of the people we're around are like us. Yeah. We have a couple of kids. We've met them through the school and stuff. So when we bring up Rotary, they're like, <laughs> I don't have time. I got 27 sporting events yeah. and all of this. And I'm like, you know, what's funny is that when you make time, it does happen. Yeah. And I mean, and Kelly you, and I. You've brought your, your children to volunteer with you. Yes. Have you not? Yep. I know that we've talked, I don't know if it's on air or off air, that. That's one thing you've enjoyed to, to show at a young age. Absolutely. And what we've learned from our guests on this show. That they're exposed is, to it as kids, right? It, it, the, almost all. That's been a common theme for just about every guest is that it's in their blood because they're exposed to yep. it. And it was a priority from from their parents uh, from from a young age. Well, then let's let's pivot to this. Okay, so we've we've diagnosed some things that you know, as your first year is wrapping up that you would love to see improved, how do we improve them? Well, so, I mean, we touched on the orientation. I think that's a big thing. And, you know, exactly how that – I mean, I think with that, there's probably some trial and error. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it doesn't need to be formal even. I mean, even if it's um, – you know, which I'll, I'll say this, you know, some of the most – one of the most valuable things is both of our club presidents have that, you know reached out, sat down, and you know individually to for coffee to explain more, and that was really helpful. That's great. But you also don't know what you don't know to ask, and and they're yep. doing, you know, everybody comes from a different perspective on it. But so I think there's you know something, and you know I know at the district level there's talk of doing new member orientation, and I think that's important. For the person that's different than me that, you know, I have a a lot better understanding of what goes on above the club level because of this program. Yeah. But I think that should be connected with it. Um, I think the district jumping on that is a huge thing. Now, I think that that has to be supported at the club level because then all of a sudden you can kind of do the – because I can see a problem arising – 
from just having the district. Yeah, it's got to be both. Because all of a sudden they're getting all of this information at the district level and then yet they're still lost. Well, and what I've learned just from the show is – and this is by design – Every club has is different. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's obviously commonality between them, but there's quite different, even semi structure or what they're. Well, the reflections of their communities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so each it's community by, by design, mm-hmm. but that uh, so that only the club level would only, or excuse me, the district level will only go so far. Yeah. Um. You know, and so I, yeah, I think there's opportunities there. Um. You know, I think there's also opportunities to show a little bit, you know, when we talk about some of the alternative clubs, but also showing the process because what I've learned even at the club, I was like, hey, if there's something you want to create, yeah, this is an avenue. You know, if I – That can be intimidating though too. Oh, that's what I mean. When all things are possible. That's what what I'm saying. I don't know – not that I'm ready to do anything like that yet (laughs) as I'm learning, but I don't – quite understand when that's being said what that involves what that you know what that even does so you know i think there's opportunity there but also what that needs clarification yeah or hey this is what it takes or you know it's really this easy or here's here are your resources here's step one i mean i think that's always you know you gotta you gotta (laughs) you gotta take the first here's how you start yeah and i so i think you know some of that and and I may have missed some of that, you know, and that that it's been laid out or I, you know, sometimes you get, you know, you're working, you get an email and you don't get through it all. So there, there may be resources that I've missed and that's on, on me. Um, I, I don't feel bombarded by emails from the club. I mean, yeah. we get one a week and newsletter, I mean, I, you know, checking what's going on. I, I mean, I do use that as a resource and I think that's a good resource um, to just, hey, what do we got coming up? Um, but yeah, so there's. Those are kind of minor things that I just, you know, I'd hope to see, and you know, I it, the overall, I I think there's a challenge that Rotary has that I don't know the solution for is the constant change in leadership. Our our clubs seem to kind of stay pretty much um, similar, you know, not major changes, but with that, I think some of the stuff we're talking about of Hey, could we have an orientation? Well, with that constant change, yeah. And you know, where we've interviewed Alexa, that is the executive director. I think something like that that has a consistent, which we're lucky we have Mary. That is kind right. of that consistent. She's, we she's do, been, yeah. But that's I think we're probably unique. That's in a that. really good point. Um, that's that consistent person that stays through things. And I, like I said, that's a structural problem. Yeah, you know, so. Well, I mean, because the changeover is good because you can continually address new things and yeah. new perspectives and push and keep pushing different types of boundaries. And, um, you know, it, it keeps you from complacency. Yep. I will say that. But there are drawbacks. <clears throat> and I mean, we've even seen it with the show, right? Like, yep. I mean, it's, it, it's a show that we hope runs forever. And then we've got, turnover at every level yep. possible yeah. and different goals and every, different goals and, and you know and, and you know what's nice is is that this show is beginning to be self-evident of value which is really huge but yeah. in the next person coming in may not have may not understand what that is yeah and it's not their fault by any stretch of the imagination it's no. that 
but they have their set of things that they want to go they yeah. want to focus on. Yeah. And but you're right there there are some there are a few small systemic things that make longevity of projects and or like this show for example programs programs or, or, training, or whatever you know wherever challenging because there isn't one consistent voice through that that's or you know the fuel goalposts move slightly and that's yeah. and that's okay like part of that is also challenging that program like our show to continually have to prove value yeah like i, I do like that part i'm yeah. like hey we got to be valuable it, no matter what it's probably you know there's there's things i've learned that you kind of rory i don't know if it was intentional but has stumbled across that that might be something that has made rotary evolve when an organization organizations have trouble evolving yeah change is hard yep you know nobody likes change you know i know politicians run on change it's a crazy (laughs) thing because you know there's there's plenty of research out there change is is hard yeah and so there's there's probably a lot of value to it um but it's hard you know a little bit on you know and maybe as a new person i see it more because you know once you kind of get a comfortable with it all but you know overall i i just think the my experience has been totally different well obviously from having the show but i'm saying from what i i had as a you know my preconceived notions of what rotary was what you know as we were talking about what you tell people i don't feel that it's you know for older people at all i i actually as i've gotten into it I'm surprised it's not even younger um, because right. I think it really – I think you're in the hardest demographic to be in it, with children at home because of the time constraints you have. So, you know, I, if I would have been aware of this kind of – you know, if I would have gone to our, maybe our club's different um, when I was 25, I probably would have joined right then. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's hard to, you know, different people at different ages, you, networks are different. And that's, that's the big thing is, you know, I think it's funny you say that too. Cause like we've had the rotor act come to our club and we've had, you know, the high schoolers come to our club and whenever that happens, there's just a new great energy yeah. that really livens and it livens everybody up. It yeah. livens all the members up. And so to your point of, like, I, I think that as we're kind of trying to solve this this puzzle of membership, yeah. that as as the clubs generate more and more younger uh, members, that it's only invigorating the the, the established members, oh, yeah. right? Much, so yeah. it's I, I think I think when you have such com- consistency. Rotary is consistent. Like, yeah. It's just like yep. You know when you when do you know have, what to expect to an extent. But consistency breeds complacency. complacency. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would argue that when you when you look and if there's clubs that aren't doing as well, there's a certain level of complacency. Yeah. Um, and you know, I would say that pretty much everything that we've outlined in yeah. this, in terms of opportunities, has been a, a, a system of complacency. Yeah. And it's not it's not that it has it's not important. It's just that it's been like, well, yeah. Yeah. And part of that is just the new members also having a platform to be able to say something of like, hey, it would be really useful to yeah. to have a new or- member orientation or it would be really helpful to have. But at 
in that first year, you just don't know what you don't know. No, no. And I, I want to make sure I'm clear. I, I'm very, very happy I joined. I think I'll be a Rotarian for life. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I really believe, mm-hmm. you know, the when you really get in and see the work that's being done and yeah. not talked about outside of it, um, it's amazing. You know, the funds that are raised, but also the the groups that you have impact and you know there's groups that we work with that then they come back and tell you about how much yep. of an impact and that's been something that I you know I would just recommend anybody just go go give it a try go 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 try a club and you'll 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 feel welcome and that's that's the that's the commonality I think I've found is is really a welcomeness to it I love it that that was literally like what my my last question for you was going to be is like, you know, somebody that's either just joined Rotary or is thinking about joining Rotary. Yeah. Like what, go try. Just go try it. Yeah. Well, we've got to take a break here where you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we'll be back. Show off your Rotary Club spirit with Russell Hampton Company. They're the world's largest provider of licensed Rotary items. They make everything like hats, jackets, shirts, banners, and more. Russell Hampton Company is a fourth-generation family-owned and operated business founded in 1920 by a member of the first-ever Rotary Club in Chicago, Club Number 1. When you call Russell Hampton Company, you get more than just a company. You get a fellow Rotarian-owned business who's there to help. No matter if you're ordering for your entire club or just yourself, no order is too big or too small. Not sure what your club needs? Their team members can help and customize just about anything. They live by the Rotary 4-Way Test. They also give 10% of all purchases back to Rotary to support Rotary's global work. So remember, Russell Hampton Company is your one-stop shop for all things Rotary. Learn more at bestclubsupplies.com. That's bestclubsupplies.com. Russell Hampton Company, Rotarians serving Rotarians. Of the things we think, say, or do. Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. 
Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we take it forward, it will be returned. Hey there, welcome back to Searching for Service. And just as a reminder, we are sponsored by Rotary District 5950 and... Russell Hampton. You can check out the swag. We got it live if you're watching by video, but they're the number one uh, Rotary Print. printer. Yep. Promotion. Thank you so uh, much for and, thank you uh, so much for supporting the show. Got some great tumblers here, and also if uh, you'd like to listen to our podcast, you can get us on any podcast network. We're also on YouTube, and you can find us by looking up "Searching, searching for, for Service." service. <laughs> Perfect, <laughs> love it. Yeah, well, that was a great interview, and I, you know, it's it's always nice, like as the hosts, to do interviews with each other from time yeah. to time because we go, you know, we get all these great interviews and with these people, but. The the amount that we're learning, yeah, and so to thank you so much for sharing, you know, as you're getting into your into your first year, yeah, about that. I mean, because that's what this show's all about is you know helping empower people that are out there looking for service, yeah, to serve, and then for those that are serving within Rotary or other organizations. I mean, it yeah. doesn't have to be Rotary. No, no, it doesn't. To, to to really be reflective and continually get better at serving and 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 you know, yeah, bringing value. And it, you know, like like we talked about, I I I really enjoy Rotary, but it, you know, it doesn't. There's other opportunities, yeah. But I think, uh, you know, I think it's worth worth looking at. And you know, I I feel very fortunate that I've learned so much from the show. You know, that's that. You know, when we were talking about doing this show, I kind of looked back and you know, it's and you know, it's been incredible to. Uh, it know, hasn't I, been easy. I can tell you that. Yeah. What's really interesting is is that this show has been more difficult than yeah. I anticipated. But a hundred times more I think, rewarding. I think people and I always, you know, run a radio station. They always think the show is easy, and I'm like, it's a, <laughs> it's a lot more work than most people realize. You know, because it's conversation, but it's, uh, it, but it's been cool. It's, you know, I think about some of the the great guests we've had, and from the local to national and nonprofit, it's been Everything. it's been incredible. And I think about how much we've grown. Yeah, like through the show too. So, you know, kind of you could use that if you're listening as something that's very similar to how you'll grow through service, whether it's through Rotary. We encourage Rotary, yep. but if, 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 if you, there's another organization out there that really resonates with you, go go for it. But you grow so much through yeah. service. And what, what I would just say, you know, we got to wrap up, but is what I've found is we're all very passionate about this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing with Rotary is when you find passion, although it's work, it's it's, it's totally worth it. Yep. Well, thanks, Chad, again, for sharing your insight. And just as a reminder, you are listening to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And it's time to start searching. Stop searching. Stop searching. And start serving. (laughs) And start serving. (laughs) Ah, It was a a trick. (laughs) We'll be back next week.